thank you for taking the time to listen to the 12th episode of Sun Signs and Their Personalities with Noah. That's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. Today, I will be discussing Gemini. Now, if you don't know, I like to break up the sun signs. So there will be a total of four parts with today being part one. And the birth dates I will be discussing are May 25th to May 30th. First, I will be discussing Gemini in general. And then I'll go right into the individual birth dates. So let's get started. Gemini. Hmm, what an interesting sign. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to seem like I'm showing favoritism. No, that is absolutely not what I'm trying to convey to you. I know a few Geminis and boy, oh boy, hmm, on a scale of being entertaining or boring, they're totally on the side of entertaining. Sometimes in a good way, other times in a bad way. But what I can honestly say that they are not boring people. No, <laughs> they are not. Whether you like them or not, that, that has nothing to do with the fact that they are, they're just not boring. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay. Have you ever tried to guess someone's sun sign? I have. Lots of times. Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I get it wrong. I think those who were born under the Gemini sign have something about them that makes them stand out. I have heard people who are not really into astrology guess someone's sun sign is a Gemini based on someone that they know who is a Gemini. See, it's not just me. (laughs) For example, My cousin is a Gemini, and this person acts just like my cousin. It's something that I hear a lot. It doesn't necessarily have to be my cousin, but you know what I'm trying to say. Geminis seem to want to stand out more than Libras and Aquariuses, the other two air signs. Many Geminis love to talk, or should I say communicate, by any means necessary. They are very curious beings and they are usually open to learning something or at least curious to know how something works. Geminis may be the sign that truly would like to find their soulmates. The people who I know that are Geminis seem to have two sides to them. Yes, Geminis is the pair of twins of the Zodiac. For Geminis, Looking for their soulmate can be like two persons looking for one person. But each twin wants this one person to satisfy both of them. It is not impossible to find such a person, but I think it might be hard to find someone who can tick all your boxes and your other side boxes as well. I think Geminis are well equipped to handle the challenge of finding a soulmate, but it might become tiresome for them if it takes them too long to find this person. I know the rest of us who are not Geminis are not always lucky to find our soulmates either, and we might even give up a lot faster. 
I have been searching for differences between Gemini males and Gemini females, and it has been hard to find. They have so many characteristics that are alike, but the way they behave or use these characteristics is where you see the differences. I will pick out a few and explain what I mean. Geminis like to communicate, but Gemini men are usually good at spicing up a conversation or creating an interesting conversation because Gemini men are not interested in a boring conversation. They will quickly walk away. Gemini women like to talk about whatever, and I think it could be about anything, and it does not need to be interesting. It could be something boring. Geminis are intuitive, but I think women may be just a little bit more than their male counterparts. Geminis are good at being friendly. Gemini males like learning new things and exploring. So making friends is a good way to satisfy this desire. Gemini women are friendly as in just friendly. You have to give them a minute to see if they will warm up to you. Geminis do not like to be boxed in, whether it be physically, emotionally, or mentally. They also know how to use laughter to point out something that they see as wrong or unfair. Their patience is not limitless. They can be short with those who they see as being slow. Geminis can be compared to a plant with shallow roots because they like moving from one place to another or from one project to another. It can be hard for them to have the dedication to finish a project or stay in one place to see how things will work out. Nope, they like to start things and delegate the work to responsible people who will allow them to take all the credit once everything is completed. I mean, after all, they did start the process and help out in the beginning, maybe in the middle, but had to move on to another project or place because their expertise was needed. You cannot be in two places at once. I know the twins inside of them Keep telling them that they can do this, but this is a lie. Having a family helps Gemini to grow their roots deeper. I am using the plant metaphor again, and it stabilizes them in a way. Okay, so let's get started with the birth dates and discover how lively Geminis really are. May 25th. You are a worldly and stylish individual with an attitude. Those who think they can step on your beliefs or bully you around better walk far away from you. It may look like you are behind the times, but nope. You know how to keep yourself in the flow of what is happening and new on the horizon. Keeping up with the latest trends and outfits is something you do without thinking. You might even start a trend of your own. Or have you done so already? Hmm? Even though you like material things very much, there is a spiritual side to you that is strong 
and it guides you. The material things you have acquired are the outside you, not the inside you. As our world makes changes, whether we like them or not, people born on May 25th seem to know how to ride the waves of life's ups and downs. If what you think is good and true and others do not think the same as you, it's okay. You will not change your mind. And if this makes you the weird one in the group, oh well. If someone was to take time to sit down with you and ask you about your thoughts, they will be surprised by how much you know. They will also learn why you have rules for this and for that. You practice what you preach. It is important for you to have tolerance because everyone makes mistakes. Obtaining tolerance for others may be hard for you, but I believe you can do this. There are no problems with you keeping your physical and mental side strong and healthy, but the emotional side, now, this is another story. You do not like to show your emotional side so often. You may have trust issues that makes you think twice before showing someone how loving and passionate you are. You have a strong desire for acceptance because you are afraid of being dismissed. If you do not get a hold of yourself and stop feeling or thinking this way, you might wind up causing real harm and the way you view your skills and abilities. This could set you back as far as your career is concerned. It is important for you to stay in tune with yourself and to be balanced. Yes, your beliefs are important and can be a good standard to live by, but being a little bit flexible with yourself and patient with others will go a long way in helping you be an even better person. May 26. I'm going to quote a line from Shakespeare's play, Hamlet. To be or not to be. The conundrum here is not as serious as the situation Hamlet was in in Shakespeare's play. But both of you are in a tricky situation. You preach traditional values and conservative values, but you do not practice what you preach, at least not in private. In private, maybe you are someone who could be described as being subversive. This is not something you share with everyone, or maybe not with anyone. You do not have a problem with talking with others about things that are well accepted, and even have strong opinions as to why things need to stay or be the way they have always been. Most do understand your viewpoints even if they do not agree with you. The way you explain things usually does not make those who disagree with you want to yell back at you. Let me stress something here. When you have strong beliefs and you do not live by them, this could lead to big troubles. So take care and try not to put yourself in a situation that could be harmful or you being harmful to others. If you are an actor, you will make a great bad guy or girl, or should I say gal, <laughs> because you will research the role so intensely. Just a friendly reminder 
the character you play on stage or on film should not be the person you are in real life. It may be hard for you to say how you feel about someone or a thing, but all this means is that you need a little more time to get your words together. You seem to work in the opposite direction in a lot of aspects of your life. This is because you are capricious. This means your mood changes a lot. So if you do not feel like being responsible today, that does not mean you will be giving out passes to others who do not feel like being responsible as well. No, they need to do as they should. I know this must make you feel like you are not being fair to others. It is hard to say, but I think you try very hard. Well, as hard as you are willing to try to live up to your high standards. This can be stressful for you and cause you to be really hard on yourself. Maybe if you took the time to remember, it is you who has made these high standards for yourself. So this means you can take them away. Yes, the standards will still be in existence, but no one is making you follow these rules. Who can understand this type of behavior but yourself? When in public, you behave and think one way, but in private, you behave and think another way. It must be hard work having to change all the time. This is why I think you must be your best friend because you have to keep your secret at all costs. Disappearing for a minute from life may help by freeing you for a little bit from having to change every day. There are only one or two ways to look at you. It is either someone who likes you or someone who does not like you. May 27th, work, work, and work. This is on your agenda, whether you are a freedom fighter or have some personal goals you want to get done. It does not matter. You will complete what you have started or see through what you have committed to do. The best part is when you have accomplished, completed, or got things moving in the right directions, you will make a big deal out of what you have done. I think this is your way of patting yourself on the back, but I do not think this is needed because others will have noticed what you have been doing and will offer you praise and congratulations. Whichever way you decide to go, whether it is to devote yourself to a cause that will help others or to gain something of a personal nature for yourself. The question here is, can you do both of these things at the same time? I think it will require too much of your time and there are only 24 hours in a day. So probably you will only dedicate yourself to one or the other, which will have a side effect on you. If you get wrapped up in social causes, you will neglect your inner gifts and vice versa. If you get wrapped up in your personal goals, you will lose links with others. You just pour too many emotions into one area, which leaves you unbalanced. At some point in your life, you will make a big decision concerning your career. This may be the time when you seek advice 
from a mentor. The ability to keep people guessing or shocked as to what you will do next is something you are good at, especially when you want to be funny. Unlike others who lack tact or the skill to say things in a much less harsh manner, when you speak your mind, it is not always what you said that sets people off, but more so as to when you said it. When others or someone sits you down for a little powwow, intervention, or just checking up on you for this or that reason. It does bother you. And sometimes you cannot understand why they would say these things to you. As in, why are we having this talk? You know, that is what's going on in your head. It happens and instead of you getting upset about it, you usually just blow it off. Like, whatever. This attitude is good, but when there are things that you need to correct within yourself, then you need to pay attention and not be so quick to dismiss these remarks because you do not like what is being said. If where you are living now is not proving to be a good place for you to accomplish your goals, then moving might be a solution here. But do your homework before you pack your bags. Just because it is a new place and you have heard great things about this area or country, it does not mean there will not be difficulties waiting for you when you arrive. I think the quote, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst, fits perfectly here. May 28th. What is new on your horizon? I think anyone that knows you understands you are at your best when you are putting together something and it does not matter what that something is. It could be something at home or at work. Whatever it is you are working on, it will show how ingenious you are. Your patience will not allow you to enjoy what you have put together once you have completed everything. You must move on to the next thing right away. There are times when you get so caught up in what you are doing that you lose sight that not everyone around you is like you. This can cause problems for you and those who you are working or living with. Please keep in mind, when operating in a group or even with another person, everyone is different and you need to give leniency sometimes. The way you work and the skills that you have put you at a high advantage of attaining the goals that you set out to do. There are some born on May 28th that do hit brick walls on their journeys to accomplish their goals. If you are hitting a brick wall, be patient and do not go to the extreme because others will not hear you out. Just let things be and keep an eye out for when an opportunity comes and your idea will be the thing that will save the day. As you already know, patience is not your forte. So maybe a little soul searching and practicing how to better articulate yourself in a way that will not leave others lost when you are explaining what you're doing. I know 
you have a lot on your plate, but not everything on your plate can be a priority. So sit down and go through everything and do things in a way that will allow you to not only start them and finish them, but also will allow you to maintain them until you pass them on to someone else to maintain. Look at it this way. The things you have created or set in motion as your baby. This will have your name on it. And in a way, it is your advertisement that you can produce something that is useful and good. May 29th, the diplomat. Inside of you is what makes you so charming to others. You do know how to be a peacekeeper, but it is difficult to say if you are really good at being a peacekeeper. The reason why I'm saying this is because you judge issues with your point of view. My question to you is, what do you do when your point of view is not the best way to resolve the issue? Are you capable of using your diplomatic skills and look at all angles of the issue without taking into consideration your point of view? It's hard. I will admit it. It is a good thing you do not have a stern outlook when handling issues. You will seek concord. And in this way, I think this is when your charm plays its part because you have to get others to talk and express what is going on to you. You need this insight because this is what gives you the ability to be a good diplomat. I asked the question, how do you handle issues when you know your point of view is cloudy? From what I have read about people born on May 29th, you seem to have a very strong desire to help others, almost to the point of being self-sacrificing. But in reality, you still get to have what you want. I do not know how you manage to do this. How can one make a sacrifice, give up something, but still have that something? I guess this is a mystery that will have to go unsolved for now. At times, you can be pugnacious, but I wonder if this is because you bury things that people say to you or do to you that you do not like sometimes. Is this the diplomat in you that sometimes takes over within you without you realizing it? And you find yourself being submissive in a situation that really requires you to express your true feelings? Of course, when hindsight kicks in, you are beyond upset with yourself. So maybe you bearing your feelings in hopes the situation will not come above ground again, but this is life and it is not always a good idea to bury your emotions. You will have to find a way to stop burying your emotions. It is not healthy for you and I'm sure it's not pleasant for those who have experienced you ripping them apart concerning a very small issue but in reality, you have been building up unpleasant emotions towards this person or the way they have been conducting themselves for some time, unbeknown to them. You can be quite entertaining when you want to be. 
and you know how to keep the conversation stimulating for hours. One might say you are a guardian of what is not broken. You need a strong box to stand on and a mic so everyone can hear you and see you when you make your speeches. You like the line light and in a way it fits your personality as well. It is safe to say you like to talk, but you are not interested in talking to anyone who does not have anything intelligent to say. The conversations you like are the ones where you and those who you are communicating with are expressing intellectual things. And if there are opposing arguments, all the better in keeping the conversation stimulating. May 30th. The fight within you is real. You want to be seen as the responsible one. The one who others can rely on and depend on. But things do not always go this way. As you are very much aware of, there is something inside of you that drives you crazy. Because this something is what makes you crave to open up your wings and fly. With little or no notice. You can be out the door and headed to the next adventure. It is no surprise to hear me say that you pick up on things easily. In other words, you are a fast learner. I know you have critics in your life that do not have many nice things to say about you. And this may be because of your ever-changing moods and your willingness to leave something without thought of the consequences. If you are a male, this behavior might be seen as being spontaneous and hard to pin down. If you are a female, now things are going to get interesting if you're trying to track her down. Good luck in trying to track down this Gemini. She might be the original 007 because her abilities to multitask is remarkable. Yes, females throughout the century have been placed in roles that have not been superior, but this did not stop them from getting what they wanted. It takes skills for one person to have two or three lives and be living them all at once. It is exhausting, but it can be done if you have the skills and practice to get it done. I need you to take a moment and sit down just for a second. I think this is something that you need to hear out loud. You have to stop making promises that you know you cannot keep or making too many promises. I'm just telling you this because some people might want you to uphold your promise and not forgive you if you break your promise. Money and you may not be besties. So it would be a good idea for you to budget yourself or at least have mechanisms in place that will prevent you from overdrawing your accounts. Your outlook on things can be very attractive. It may even make you even more appealing in a romantic way, but you have to beware of yourself to not come off as someone who is unstable. You know you like to bounce from here to there and at times 
you are not always in a kumbaya mood, it is very important that you learn how to manage your time and commitments, not just at work, but at home. You are a good worker. So use your skills in a way that will produce good things in your life. If you relax and do things at a normal pace, you might be able to improve in the areas you would like to have a good reputation in, like being reliable and dependable. Well, we have reached the end of Gemini Part 1. In my next podcast, I will be discussing Gemini Part 2. And the dates are May 31st to June 5th. I hope you will return and listen to Sun Signs and Their Personalities with me, Noah. If you would like to contact me, my email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated. And let me thank you in advance. If you would leave me a tip of a dollar or whatever you have to give, my PayPal email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. All of the information that I have just given you will be located in the show notes. I hope I have given you some insight into someone or a few people. Can I dare to say giving you insight into yourself? Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something and understand one another, as well as ourselves. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Bye for now.